You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The Houston Rockets. Throws it to Gordon. Shoots a deep contested three. And he buries it over Trent. Cephalosha drives, goes with the left hand, and he finishes with a little scoop shot. To the baseline left, Tucker a corner, triple is good. To Rivers, fakes the three, puts it on the deck, drives, swings it to the house, extra pass, corner three, Ben McLemore, and it goes to McLemore, fakes the three, steps right, shoots it, and good, Ben McLemore. Rivers goes right corner, looking for three more, it is up and good! You did not hear the names Westbrook, Harden, or Capella because they will not play tonight. The Rockets instead will start Austin Rivers and Eric Gordon in the backcourt with Ben McLemore, Daniel House, and P.J. Tucker. The Rockets come into tonight's ballgame, though, as a formidable 28th and 17th as the third best offense in the NBA and the 15th best defense. However, they are losing the 36 points a game of James Harden, and they do not have the 25 points a game of one Russell Westbrook tonight. Clint Capella averages 14 points and 14 rebounds, and he's not available as well. The Utah Jazz come in at 32 and 13, the sixth best offense in the NBA. Excuse me, sixth best differential in the NBA, the seventh best offense, sixth best defense. Let's go to Dan Roberts for the starters. Gentlemen, introducing tonight's starting lineup for our Utah Jazz, brought to you by Zions Bank. Starting it forward, wearing number 44 at 6'8 from Croatia, Boyan Bogdanovic. Starting forward, number 23 at 6'4 from Baylor, Royce O'Neal. The starting center, number 27 at 7'1 from France, Rudy Gobert. On the guideline, number 2 at 6'7 from Australia, Joe. Ingles and a guard number 45 at 6-1 from Louisville Donovan Mitchell the Jazz are coached by Quinn Snyder Saturday afternoon the Utah Jazz closed out the Dallas Mavericks with near perfection late 104-101 Dallas by 3 145 to play Donovan to the front court, guarded by Hardaway, who's done a great job on him all night. Comes off a pick, Luka defending, step back three for the tie, yes! Here comes Donovan, he's been brilliant in the clutch. After a slow start, comes off a Bogdanovich pick, splits and attacks, kicks to the corner, O'Neal for three, rolls Royce! 38 seconds left, and Rudy Gobert wowed us again. Dodgers to the front court, Jazz by two, picked up by O'Neal, takes a right-hand dribble to the sideline, chest it to the top, driving to the basket's right, blocked by Gobert! Rudy Gobert with an unbelievable block at the rim, and they foul Donovan two times! has struck the NBA since then with the passing of Kobe Bryant. And tonight, heavy hearts on both the Jazz and the Rockets' end 
as they head back to the hardwood from downtown Salt Lake City. It's the Jazz and the Rockets. Tip-off is now. Really struggled today on what to look for in this basketball game after, you know, the, the things we went through yesterday with the death of Kobe Bryant, how somber it was and how low-key shoot-around seemed to be this morning. I just like to see the, the fire in the first three or four minutes, five minutes of the ball game, and that will tell me that the guys have their mind on, Scott, on the game. Scott Wall, one of the officials, just getting over, gave Quinn Snyder a hug. Quinn Snyder pats all of his coaches on the back trying to get energy. Quinn very close with Kobe. Jordan Clarkson played with Kobe. Ed Davis played with Kobe. Uh, Austin Rivers, we saw the emotion out of him yesterday. Expect both teams to take the 24 in the eight-second violations. The ball is tapped back, and Donovan Mitchell dribbles the ball slowly in the crowd. And knows what's coming, a 24-second shot clock violation here by the Jazz, and the crowd rises. Starts to chant Kobe. Donovan blowing on his hands an awful lot right now. Almost like a nervous, trying to control his emotion a little bit. Now we expect the Rockets will take an eight second violation. Earlier tonight, a very moving moment. Well, I'll let the crowd speak first. You know, I, I think this started with Greg Popovich, uh, the first coach and team to do that. And what an impact is made around the league. I mean, what a tribute. For the most Minnesota part. today took the eight-second violation by placing the ball on the free-throw line where Kobe passed Michael Jordan on the all-time scoring list. Absolutely tremendous. So the Jazz, who ranked 26th in turnovers, commit one, and the Rockets <laughs> commit one as well. All right, we're underway. In a strange emotions, obviously. Joe Ingles takes a dribble to his right, fires a three, front rim no good. Rudy trying to battle the rebound of camp. The Rockets, without their primary scorers, are going to be quick and small and shooting threes as Eric Gordon penetrates, drives, misses. Donovan grabs the rebound. Here's Donovan. We're in the purple uniforms tonight. Donovan trying to bring the juice, goes coast to coast, misses the lamp. Rudy grabs the rebound, puts it up and in. Good effort Good. by Donovan, you can see, trying to get something going early, Ron. Very small lineup that the Rockets have out there on the floor. So obviously they're going to try, make sure they try to outrun the Jazz. And P.J. Tucker, a three-point shooter, will have Rudy outside most of the night. Austin Rivers and Eric Gordon will be their primary scorers. Rivers fires a three left and misses. Rebound comes off to the side of Kobe. Excuse me, of Gobert. Wow. Clearly where my head is right this now. This is hard. Donovan drives right side and finishes at the rim. 4 nothing. House comes they, to the front court. They have 10 guys available. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, barely. Eddie, here's where things are going to be difficult as P.J. Tucker hands to Eric Gordon. He turns the corner, gets to the basket, and lays it up and in. Crowd doesn't know what to do right now. Can't blame him. I'm not either. I'm not sure either. Mike Breen said it beautifully last night at Madison Square Garden. Matt Bullard, who called the Rockets-Denver game, which about 40 minutes before game time is when the news passed of Kobe's passing took place. Donovan three straight away. Matt Bullard said he did the open last night 
for the Rockets. Matt played against Kobe for five years just with tears streaming down his face. As right. Daniel House goes coast to coast and drives to the basket and scores. The spacing now is what they're going to use. And, and once the guy, especially on that secondary break, they're just going to try to take you off the dribble. And you see Voyan picks up the first foul. There's some aspects of them being non-traditional tonight without Harden and without Westbrook that makes it very difficult. And without Capella. Free throw by House, no good. The own rebound comes to the Rockets. House drives, Gobert comes over, House dunks. 6-4 Rockets. Crowd will try to get the Jazz going at some point here. You can see the Jazz just aren't sharp right now, nor are the Rockets, frankly. Gobert, top of the key. They're overplaying the passing lanes for the Jazz, so they're not getting in their usual rhythm. Ingles tries to find Rudy on a roll. He catches in the block. Too far away, has to throw it back out and throws it to Eric Gordon of the Rockets. Gordon going coast to coast at Donovan, lays it up plus the foul, and it's an 8-4 to four Houston start. And so you can see what they're doing. I mean, the Jazz not only going to have to score to keep them from running, but even after a made shot, they are going to have to sprint back. Now, I just wonder if Quinn is going to go small here as well to try to... It's going to be interesting, right? Tyson Chandler they have on the roster, but he doesn't play a lot. William Howard is on the roster, who was originally with the Jazz this year, and we cut him. Tabo's on, doesn't play a lot. They have 10 players. They don't have a lot of NBA players on that group. Here's Donovan crossing over McLemore and then draws the foul. He beat him badly. But it's going to be interesting in the technical X's and O's aspect of this game because the Rockets, unless Tyson Chandler plays, which he's done rarely, basically don't have a center. P.J. Tucker is six foot five. Ingles, chest to the right side to O'Neal. Back up to Ingles, crossover dribble, gets in the lane, cross-court pass to Boyan. Left side three, no good. Rebound comes down to Tucker. Very rarely does Boyan miss that one. Yeah, from that corner there, he's way, way over 50%. Tucker driving at Gobert, backpedals. Now flips it out to Gordon. Gordon's a deep three shooter, and he takes one here and hits. 11 to 4 Rockets. If there is an advantage to the situation with Kobe's passing, the Rockets have done this already. They played yesterday. Ingles drives the baseline, cut off nicely by PJ Tucker, but a foul on Tucker. Tucker hit his head on Melissa's camera. Jazz NBA photographer, the only female photographer in the NBA. First one ever and still only. Sits down on the baseline, taking all the great pictures you know from the Jazz social media accounts and utahjazz.com, right in the line of fire. And she's at everything. She has worked over a 1,000 events for the Utah Jazz and Larry H. Miller. Melissa's a... No free throws for Joe. Probably not talked about enough, frankly. A real pioneer in the business. And her last name's complicated to pronounce if you're wondering why I haven't said it. 11 to 4. Rockets. Donovan works the left side. Donovan's been brilliant recently. Three ball on the left side is good for Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell over the last five games averaging 28 points a game. See what the Jazz do with the spacing here. Rudy's dropped. Gordon comes off a Tucker pick. Tucker flares out for an open three left side. He missed it. If he makes that shot tonight, the Rockets could beat the Jazz. Well, he is very good at that corner 
32 of 67. Donovan straightaway three is good. There's a whistle and a foul first. It's going to be on Rudy's roll. It's probably going to be before the shot. One of the officials tonight is quite an interesting story. He's out of Burbank, California. His name is Mosa Dogger. He's a Syrian native who did not move into the United States of America until he's 15 years old. He spent three seasons in the NBA G League and made his NBA debut October 24th. It's quite an American dream story for the immigrant from Syria coming here and building himself a career and now on the largest stage as a NBA official. So tip of the hat to Mosa Dogger who is working tonight. Great story for he and his family from Syria. Donovan is not into his shooting motion as the foul is committed on Gobert, according to our Siegfried and Jensen injury, or excuse me, our, uh, not injury review, but our Siegfried and Jensen instant replay. Right Siegfried now. and Jensen helping injured cases in Utah for over 30 years. And that gives Tucker, who was playing the center position, two fouls. Well, that is huge, Ron. Yeah, because he is at, at six foot five. And what's crazy is you just never know what Mike D'Antoni might do next. <laughs> Utah Jazz play-by-play proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Start your home improvement project with home equity line of credit. With Golden West Credit Union for 1.99 APR fix for six months. No fees apply at GWCU.org. Joe Ingles, pick and roll. They're switching everything. Yeah. They'll switch one through five tonight. Here's Ingles on the pick. Rui's going to roll quickly. O'Neal drives. Flares it back out to Ingles. Contested three right side is short. This is going to be, there's some real challenges in this matchup despite the Stars missing. And House going coast to coast and fouled by Ingles. Ron, the two challenges, one of them we've talked about is the spacing for the Jazz to deal with on the defense. And the other one, there are not many teams left in the NBA that switch one through five. It was the fad for about a year or two. It has not been for a little while. How do the Jazz approach a one through five switch? Well, the game plan was with Capello playing, and they and, and they were under impression that they were not going to switch the one and the five, but they're going to switch every other position. Now uh, they're switching one through five, and, and the, I think the big thing here, David, is that every player on the floor can get a rebound and go. So it's not like they got to find a point guard or find James Harden or Russell Westbrook. They're just going to go with it and hope the Jazz can keep up with it. One correction from a moment ago, they put that foul on Ben McLemore, not P.J. Tucker. So McLemore has two fouls. Tucker has just one. 13-7 Houston. They changed that then because on the monitor they had Tucker. Donovan ball fakes Tucker. Drives cut off by House. Tucker grabs Donovan's arm. He powers through. And now Tucker does have two fouls. How is P.J. Tucker possibly complaining this call? I'm really far away. And it was blatantly obvious to me that he grabbed the forearm of Donovan Mitchell with authority. And now he goes to complain about the call. Donovan, this is another sign of leadership right here, Ron. We've seen in the Orlando, there's the Charlotte game when Donovan Sick picked up Devontae Graham at half court and just took him out of the game early. We've seen Donovan at other times early in games when necessary suddenly putting his stamp on the game. You can see it right now. He understands that his group is a little off kilter, that the night's a strange night, and he's come out much more aggressive early than usual. Yeah, just a sign of a leader. And if you want to talk about leadership, Kobe Bryant in his second and third year developed that as well. McLemore hands it off to House, sees Gobert, tightrope the big.
baseline, then loses the ball out of bounds. Why? Because there's a big, huge, prickly monster that's got warts on his nose and prickles on No, no, he doesn't have warts on his nose and purple prickles coming out warts. of his back. I was reading the Gruffalo last night. Oh, my goodness. The great chi children's book. We have some friends in town. 13-8, timeout on the floor, 6.43 left in the first quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. Donovan Mitchell. He wasn't just a basketball player. You know, I think that's what hits home. You know, so many people obviously remember him as what he did on the court, but who he was off the court, the person, the people he touched without even knowing he touched, that's one thing that really stands out. Quinn Snyder. You know, his authenticity was something that is so unique. Just a, a unique human being. And there's a lot of people that, you know, that have commented and more eloquently than I can right now. But I know the time, although it was a short period of time I was with him, I know the impact that, that he had on me in, in multiple ways. Quinn Snyder on Kobe Bryant will continue to have memories all night long as Boyan Bogdanovich takes a mid-range jumper on the left baseline to bring the Jazz back to within three. It's 13-10 Rockets. If you're just tuning in, Jazz took a 24-second violation. The Rockets took an eight-second violation in honor of Kobe. Rockets are playing without Capella, Westbrook, and Harden. It's causing the Jazz some problems right now because the floor's very spread, and the Rockets are getting some good-look threes and a miss here by Eric Gordon, left side, rebound to Rudy. Nice defensive interchange there. Donovan tries, flares it out to Ingles. He's got a good look from the angle right. His three's no good. And the rebound comes down to Tabo Cephalosha. Tabo, enjoying the weather of Houston. His kids are good, he told me before the game, as Eric Gordon drives. Has Rudy on him, now he'll retreat out. Doesn't want Rudy at the rim, so he'll try him outside from three. Drives into his bike, jump stops, tries to go through Rudy, blocked by Rudy. Donovan tries to save it, but it's out of bounds first. They know better, but he didn't have a choice. I mean, especially with your, your two-foot jumper right there in front of the rim, and you don't get off the floor, but uh, like a foot. Little substitution change here by the Jazz. Mike Conley comes in with George Niang. That's usually Jordan Clarkson. So the Mike Conley getting coming in the game a little bit earlier than usual. Here's House for a three. He fires and hits. The Rockets will shoot threes at 44% of their shots. And House is having a great year. Shooting the three-point shot. 37%, I mean, every spot on the floor. Right? Yes, and every spot on the floor, he, he's taking 50 or 60 of them. George Niang, the Jazz best three-point shooter. 45% misses on the left side. It's Rockets 16, Jazz 10. Eric Gordon being guarded by Conley. Step back three, no good. Rebound Niang. Jazz can push. Here comes Niang on the left side, trailing by six. Ingles now at the point guard. Crosses over on House. Flares it out to Bogdanovich. Right side three, good. 16-13. You know, it, sooner or later the Jazz figure this out. That's what they've done every night, yeah. both offensively. I mean, the Rocket, the game the other night is the Rockets miss here, rebound goes off the Jazz. Ron, go back to the other night. The Jazz defensive rating in the first quarter against Denver was a 150. 150. Yeah. Second quarter, 96. Third quarter, 92. Fourth quarter, 96. Yeah. So they figured that out. You mean against Dallas? Not against Dallas, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Eric Gordon trying to get through a pick. Clarkson now in the game, knocks it away. Clarkson playing with bright orange shoes. You can see Rudy, I mean, he's, he's, he's dropping right now, but he will step up. Clarkson played with Kobe in Los Angeles. 
I don't think he's spoken to the media yet. Eric Gordon comes off a pick, stops, and hits the pulls for three, and Clarkson runs up his back. That's a foul. Eric Gordon will shoot three. Conley, Clarkson, Bogdanovich, Niang, and Gobert. The Jazz new rotation just has so many solid players out there. You think Mike Antoni was impressed with the Jazz? Well, we had a brief conversation with after. He's like, wow, can they shoot? And you know what Mike, you know what Mike D'Antoni values in life? Shooting. <laughs> Second free throw from Gordon's no good. By the way, that quote from Quinn Snyder's we came out of break was your new skin sound flash tonight. New skin. Proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best you. Rockets lead this 17-13. Rockets are 28 and 17th. They have the ninth best differential in the league, but they're in a funky spot right now. They're not, they're not playing great. And the injuries and the weird drama last night. All the other aspects of things have kind of derailed them to know where they are. Conley gets into the paint, kicks to Bogdanovich, ball fakes Tucker, penetrates, runs into a defender, and that'll be a defensive foul on the Rockets. They're sliding over nicely, Ron, cutting off drives. In theory, that means somebody's open somewhere, but the Jazz are going to have to just figure out where that is. Yeah, figure out where that is, and you know they're trying to get the basketball to Rudy when they when when they drive to the Mike basket. Mike D'Antoni might... He's sad about the about Kobe Bryant, who he played played for Mike, but he's not sad enough to not avoid challenging that call right there. So we have a coach's challenge right out of the shoot, and they're going to review the foul call. We'll take a timeout. The Siegfried and Jensen review taking place. Siegfried and Jensen, thirty years of reviewing injury cases in Utah on the Jazz Radio Network. successful. Boyan picks up his second foul. And the Jazz trail 13-8. to eight. Interesting to see the Jazz have left Boyan in the game which is a little unusual with two fouls. And especially with four minutes and 19 seconds left here in the first quarter. I like it generally to not make substitutions out of foul trouble. But on that circumstance you wonder whether it's a little almost unaware. Some, some players coaches trust. Austin Rivers works in the paint, passes to the wing, gets knocked away, picked it back up, and then bumped out of bounds by Mike Conley is Melvin Frazier, second-year player out of Tulane. Interesting, one thing to watch tonight or listen for tonight is the lot of backdoor cuts by the Rockets, and the Jazz have denied them so far tonight. But the, one of the things the Rockets really like to do is go dribble into the corner or head toward the corner, then that player in the corner backdoor cuts it's a difficult play to guard, actually. Yeah, what they'll do, they'll slip it sometimes, and then they're, you're, because you're thinking, they're thinking anyway, that if you're driving hard toward the baseline, then that defender in the corner is going to come over and try to double or stop you from turning the corner, and then your man will go back door. Frazier, known as an elite defender out of Tulane, picks up Conley full court. Jazz trailing 19-13. Jazz are the sixth-best team in first quarters. Rockets are the seventh-best. Conley left side, drives on Rivers, pulls back, now penetrates, cut off, pass deflected and stolen. 
House comes to the front court as Conley battles for it, knocks it away, dives after it. Picked up by Cephalosia. He'll walk into a three and miss. Rebound Niang. George on the run. Jazz down by six. 19-13. Rudy deep underneath the glass. Catches and misses the two-footer off the glass. P.J. Tucker defending with two fouls. Rudy catches sometimes and gets caught underneath the basket. Rivers in and out dribble against Gobert. Retreats all the way out. Rudy stays with him. Now straightens up Rudy. Rivers a very good one-on-one player. Tries to step back three and hits. 22-13 Rockets. Conley driving hard to the basket. Draws the foul on Frazier. Team foul on the Rockets is going to be their fifth. So Conley will earn himself two free throws. That's a veteran play, knowing you're in the penalty. Ron, how much are you seeing right now is the kind of circumstances of the game, making it 22-13, or that the Rockets are doing some unique things the Jazz have got to get used to? I think the uniqueness of this first quarter, anyway, is something the Jazz are going to have to make some adjustments to, and, and I don't know if you're going to do that with personnel or... Uh, or a different way of defending it, but I expect the Jazz to make those adjustments, though. 22-13, Donovan Mitchell checks back in. Rudy Gobert checks out. First free throw from Conley. No good. Second free throw from Mike is good. Austin Rivers comes off a high pick. Drives in the lane, attacks Bradley. Floats it up high, no good. Rebound comes down to Royce O'Neal. Conley on his right, trailing coming through the lane is Donovan. Layup good. Nice give by his buddy Royce O'Neal. Donovan's got eight points to lead the Jazz, who trail by six. 22-16. Harkenstein is in the game. He's a pretty nice player. Was great in the G League. Doesn't get to play a lot. A lot of people think he's ready to play more, including Mike D'Antoni. Rivers going one-on-one against Donovan to the window, layup good. Rivers is a very good one-on-one player. Doesn't try to get to the basket that often, boy. He he camps around that three-point line. Clarkson drives into Harkenstein, takes a five-footer, hits it. 24-18, Houston by six. Clemens, who's a lightning scorer, small, diminutive guard who can really score it, comes into the game. And a foul called on the pick. Clemens played his college ball out of Raleigh, North Carolina, out of Campbell, the Fighting Camels. 5'9", 181. The Fighting Camels. Jazz down 24-18 with two minutes to play here in the first quarter. Conley drives, bounces it out to O'Neal. He breaks the paint, throws to the corner, but nobody's there. A guy in the Jazz jerseys, bald, wearing a long white T-shirt underneath him, jeans and Air Jordans. I don't think he was going to bust the three. I thought that was for Tony, and Tony just looked at it go right by him. I I guess he thought it was a little too hot for him. Rivers driving into the body of Bradley. Nice defense, throws up an air ball. Rebound comes to Donovan, checks the numbers. It's not on the Jazz side. Donovan drives, kicks to O'Neal, trailings Conley, rotates to Clarkson. Ball fakes the three, now takes it off balance, no good. Rebound tapped around, here comes Clements. They have five guys on the boards. 
The Rockets have to without any real centers. Rockets lead it 24 to 18. House with a red headband and a big hairdo works the right side of the floor. Driving at Bradley, floater, no. Tip follow, Harkenstein, yes. Jazz down 26 to 18. These are the tough ball games. Jazz have been able to grind ball games like this out all season long. We'll have to do it again tonight. Conley hesitating, working, driving. Tough pass down to Bradley, catches, puts it up and in. Nice move by Tony Bradley. That was a tough catch down by the low left hip. Swirled around to the right hand and hooked it up and in. Clemens, pull up jumper over Bradley's good. Kid can really score if he gets going. Throughout the NBA season and the Utah Jazz season, Larry H. Miller Dealerships is donating $50 for each assist to Larry H. Miller Charities. We are driven by you, Jazz. Tonight, have four assists already on their eight field goals. Shot clock, game clock, eight second separation. Shot clock's at 10, game clock's at 18. Donovan crosses over Rivers. Steps back top of the key, high archer, no good. Rebound to House. Rockets lead it by eight, 28-20. House comes off a pick. Attacks Bradley, tries to bounce pass. Tony steals it. Pushes ahead to Conley. Half-court shot from Mike. Air ball. All right, first quarter was not great. See if the Jazz can find their mojo and get playing here. They trail it 28-20 at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper. Good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Being guarded by Conley. Step back three, no good. Rebound Niang. Jazz can push. Here comes Niang on the left side, trailing by six. Ingles now at the point guard. Crosses over on House. Flares it out to Bogdanovich. Right side three, good. 16-13. Rivers. In and out dribble against Gobert. Retreats all the way out. Rudy stays with him. Now straightens up Rudy. Rivers a very good one-on-one player. Tries to step back three and hits. Rockets with the lead after one, 28-20. Jazz. Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson, Joe Ingles, George Niang, and Tony Bradley. Bradley rolling to the basket. Big steps, massive dunk, falls hard on his back, but gets back up and sprints the other way. Clemens deep three, no. Bradley back for the rebound. Crowd loves it. Energy in the building for the first time tonight. Baseball pass to Clarkson. Catch and shoot left corner, no. Tony Bradley with a brilliant dunk there. Pearl Bailey will join us in a second. House just fell to the ground, dropped the ball. Niang driving, tries to lob to Donovan. McLemore gets underneath him. Donovan slides to the other side and lays it up and in. Tony Bradley's in a lot of pain. He fell, came down on his backside there, probably more of his hip. I would imagine that jarred his back there a little bit. Watch his, yeah, he's, he, he didn't run down last time, he didn't have to. Joe Ingles gets Harkenstein in the face accidentally. Thurl Bailey joining us now, Big T. I don't know really where to start with you, but let's start with Kobe. And what your thoughts are on and just your emotions over the last, I guess, 30 hours now. Well, not so much unlike everybody else's, except in that basketball family, that fraternity and sorority that Booner knows about so well. It's just like, you know, it's obviously like losing a family member, and we all know what he meant, but just the 
just the, the tragic way that, that it happened and the fact that his daughter was with him and who he leaves behind. It's just uh, yeah, there'll be some mourning going on for a long time. I, I like that you included sorority there because I actually think the largest impact upon the basketball world in Kobe's passing may be on the women's game. I and don't two, disagree two with that. thoughts on this. One, if in fact his daughter had, was the player that she certainly projected to be, and she made the WNBA, that could have brought a tremendous amount of attention and fandom to the game. Kobe's fans suddenly having a Bryant to root for, but in the women's game, and also the, the, the message of that, not to mention just the fact we've seen the player reaction over the last 30 hours of what Kobe meant to them. So that when Kobe told them that the women's game was worth cheering for and rooting for, that was a very important, and it wasn't tacit approval either. It was very strong from Kobe. Well said, well said, David. In the meantime, the Jazz have cut the deficit to 30 to 26. Jazz have the basketball. Donovan's got 11, 12, excuse me. Be interesting to see if Donovan takes 24 shots tonight. You know what's Trey throwing. Young and Devin Booker both took 24 shots last night. Donovan gets it over to Clarkson. Drive, cut off, kicks to the corner to Ingles. Three ball, no. Jazz not hitting the three yet. They're two of 12. They're beginning to find where that pass is, though, Ron. Yeah, once you penetrate, this is the problem, though. And that problem is the yeah. driving into the lane and attacking the basket. The Rockets playing with almost all smalls, and so they are able to spread out the Jazz right now. Tony Bradley picks up his second foul, fouling the driving Ben McLemore right now. You see Bradley the last time, he went straight up. There was contact. They called a foul on him. This time he tries to, to defend and block the shot. He gets, gets the foul there as well. Well, I heard you talk uh, earlier, David, when Gordon was driving to the basket and Rudy was there that he knows better. And, you know, obviously with Rudy on the bench, they're all going to try Tony Bradley. You know, and, and Tony's done a nice job for the most part of trying to stay vertical. But uh, just, just look for this Houston team to try to take advantage of that before Rudy gets back in. Free throw, no good. 30 to 26, Ingles trying to push. Jazz are really trying to create some energy right now. Ingles, left-hand drive, into the paint, jump stops, lays it up and in. 30 to 28. And tonight is really as aggressive as I've seen Joe in a while. A lot of times he'll play at his own pace, but he's really making an emphasis on the Driving aggressive. Driving at Bradley's house, misses the shot as Tony plays nice defense, but an offensive rebound comes as Eric Gordon travels in the lane. And one of the problems for, one of the areas where the Jazz, I think, are so spoiled by Gobert is how quickly he makes a second action. In other words, he is able to defend the driver, and then at the same time, he is able to get back to the rebound. Bradley is not able to do that. So if Tony Bradley takes the ball handler, guys have got to come back for the rebound. Donovan, open look, left side off a beautiful Ingles pick, hits the three, and Utah has finally taken the lead, 31-30, on an 11-2 run. And Donovan has 15. 
I got a text from someone who knows the game quite well today who said, I'm putting my money on Donovan dropping 60 today. Oh, wow. Well, he's that's on his way with his, his team tribute. so far. Well, the world is recognizing Kobe, as is the country. We saw the Australian tennis player today at the French Open. We saw Neymar in soccer. The Empire State Building has shining its lights tonight, purple and gold, and the inspiration of millions across the globe. Uh, Lou Williams, the now Clipper player who played with Kobe with the Lakers, has... Uh, tweet been tweeting out some stories about Kobe. He said, we got blown out in Portland. He took everyone's Kobe's and said we couldn't wear them anymore because we were too soft. <laughs> he took the Kobe's back. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I, I found something fascinating there as well, you know, with, with in, in the area, this air of load management where guys don't, you know, play. We got a couple of them not playing tonight. Uh, Kobe, in his 20-year career, played 48,000 minutes, an average of 36 minutes a game. And that includes, David, that the year where he only played three games, six games, when he had when he had the injury, I think it was 2012, 2013, or something like that. So, 36 minutes he averaged throughout his whole career, which is unbelievable. I think the thing to Kobe's career, and obviously off the court, there are items to be discussed that shouldn't be forgotten as well. But on the court, the uniqueness to his career, and I think it's why retirement was so peaceful for him, is he left no rock unturned. He gave. He had, he was regretless when he finished. And I think that's, maybe I should ask you guys as players, you reach these incredible heights to have this amazing career. How many players leave really believing that they gave every ounce of everything they possibly had at every moment? Well, I think when you're talking about a player of Kobe's caliber, listen, Booner and I had our, our success and our fame, but there are those special few like Kobe that give it all sometimes and, and some of it they don't want to give. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's not up to them. They're in the public eye, obviously. And, you know, some of those off-court things that I think you were kind of referring to shows that, you know, all of, all of those kind of players like Kobe are human. But it's how you leave the game. And I believe that a guy like Kobe really believed that, listen, he gave this game all he could. Now it's on to the next chapter of my life because I've got a lot more to do. Mike Conley goes coast to coast, lays it up and in. I think he also believes strongly in that game. I know for a fact there was a travel by the Rockets. There was an autograph that Kobe Bryant signed to somebody he believed in quite strongly in the game. And in that autograph, it says to him, you are one of the shepherds of the game. Continue to teach and to educate and make the game better. He really believed in, in the power of the game and valued the game. That's strong stuff, man. He is, well, I, I know the so many great stories about him but I think the way he played the game 
and the way people disliked him on the floor just showed how, how good he was. I mean, everyone goes against the... Clemens driving here, misses a layup. Jazz have it up 33-30. Well, that's one of the signs of your greatness, right? Exactly. How much you're hated. Do you remember the tribute video here? Flopping foul on the Rockets. Do you remember the tribute video that the Jazz did? I think for all the tributes and other things, the best thing I've ever seen this organization do was the tribute to Kobe Bryant on his final night. It was in the voice of Jazz fans, and it was called Love Hate. Yep. I think we'll play it later tonight coming out of a break, uh, probably early fourth quarter. But it, it really was, that's the best thing I've ever seen this organization do. Yeah, it was, it was awesomely produced. Uh, love, hate, and then the hate kind of fades yeah. into just love. Jazz are on a 13-2 run to finally gain control of this game. Bad pass to the corner to Bogdanovich. He saves it on his own baseline. It comes out to Eric Gordon. Transition opportunity for the Rockets, and Gordon will rise for three and switch it. So we're back to tied at 33. Allen Iverson and LeBron James have both had their statements about Kobe out. If you want to go find those, they're both quite meaningful. Here's Clarkson at the top, driving on McLemore, crosses him over, gets to the window and scores. It's incredible. Jordan Clarkson's ability to get to the rim on the dribble every time. He's taken 178 of those coming into a nice game. And he already has two makes. Gobert's having to play center right now because the Rockets simply don't have one on the floor. Maybe it's P.J. Tucker. McLemore hits a three over Gobert, and the Rockets take a 36-35 lead. Clarkson driving again, kicks to Ingles. Right corner three, no good. The Jazz have not found the range, but they usually do by the end of the night, so fear not. Gordon transition three again, good again. And timeout, Quinn Snyder, which means you might need to sprint, Thurl. Because that's your AT&T hit. So hopefully you're over there and you say goodbye to us. I'm on my way up. See you, bud. See ya. That is a quick timeout that we didn't expect for Thurl. 6.24 left. 6.27 left. And it's 39-35 Rockets after Eric Gordon hits back-to-back threes. Deep in transition. And Ron, is that just an awareness? For the range of these players nowadays... David is unbelievable. That was not a three. That should have been a four-point shot. <laughs> you know? And that's two of them back-to-back. Second quarter is a commercial free brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Mark Miller Subaru is here with Donovan Mitchell had to say today about Kobe's legacy. First of all, I just want to pay my respects to him, uh, his family, you know, um, the other family. I, I forgot how to say their last name, but they were, they were on the flight as well. It's, it's definitely, it's crazy because that's something that's so routine for him and, and that family. You know, that's the sim- that's the equivalent of us driving to work, you know, and um, uh, I think Jay Williams said it best. We just cherish your loved ones. It can happen any any moment. You know, life is greater than anything. Um, but on top of that, he wasn't just a basketball player. You know, I think that's what hits home. You know, so many people obviously remember him as what he did on the court, but who he was off the court, the person, the people he re- the people he touched without even knowing he touched. Um, I think that's um, one thing that really stands out. You know, um, Kobe to us, guys like myself, um, it was either Kobe or Bron growing up. You know, it was one of the two. You had no 
other choice, you know, and I think that that's that's huge, you know. Um, I've I've been on record and I've said this, you know, I grew up not uh not a fan of color. I was Team Braun and I got as soon as I got to the league, you know, watching film, you know, it was just like, man, this guy one that that was his work ethic. You know, the one thing I asked all of his former teammates, you know, coaches like the man never took a day off, you know, and I watched the interview recently of him and he was explaining how he could still the reason why he took a helicopter is so he could still do his work, should wake up at five AM, do his work and be that competitor and that killer on the court and then go see his family and, and go see school plays, you know, and to be able to have that dedication that time and that that effort on both ends of life not even just basketball I think is huge Donovan Mitchell there and obviously they were either Kobe or LeBron they took a lot from Kobe's work ethic Donovan continues in his time they call it crazy but look where it's got him you know look what he's done in his career you know I think everyone every great basketball player is crazy you know right and I don't mean a bad crazy I mean like obsessed with their craft you know obsessed with what they want to do I think for me, just trying to become, I've always been obsessive over basketball, but I think that's a new level, you know, trying to find ways to better yourself, whether it's simple footwork, you know, um, being in the gym, doing tedious things that may seem boring. You know, obviously everyone wants to see the dunk, the jump shot, but, you know, do you work on your pivots? You know, I think obviously knowing Quinn's relationship with Kobe, you know, and obviously my assistant Johnny Bryant and those two, like we worked on that this summer, you know, straight out of that book. You know, I think he's, he's, like I said, he's impacted in so many ways. Donovan Mitchell on Kobe Bryant. Boyan Bogdanovich misses a three on the left side. A foul on Gobert on the rebound. Tabo Cephalosha is currently the Rockets' center. Crowd doesn't like that call much. Jazz trail 39-35. They had a lead briefly here after the Jazz went on a 15-5 run. Gordon penetrates, runs into Gobert, retreats out for a three. It's an air ball. Cephalosha saves it to the corner, gets knocked out of bounds. Jazz ball. Eric Gordon has 17. Austin Rivers has five. Those are the two that are capable of having the big night to take over for the Harden-Westbrook loss. Jazz are three of 16 from three. They shoot nearly 40% on the season. It will come back at some point tonight. Boyan, hard drive to the rack, gets to the rim, finishes, and the foul. He'll buy one and get one free. That was a really hard drive there. And that, that, that's, you know, they're playing small, so that recovery time for them is, is, is awfully good. And I think the help defense is definitely there. They've been getting into some passing lanes and causing some jazz, the Jazz some problems in that regard tonight. The Jazz already have committed six turnovers. Rockets have committed six as well. Really, truthfully, actually, both teams have committed. Actually, that's true. The team turnover, there's another one. But both teams have committed six individual turnovers. And then both teams took a violation to start the night. Cephalosu struggling shooting this year. Fires the three and misses. Donovan on the run. Crosses over on Tabo. They're going to call a carry on Donovan. Yeah, that was so obvious. Wow, new story just came out. The team that Kobe Bryant's daughter was supposed to play that day was Jason Terry's daughter's team. Yeah, they thought that Jason Terry was going to be the one that had to. So I'm trying to remember what other players' child is on that team there as well. It's going to be fun to watch these players' daughters all rise up through the ranks. 39-38, Houston leads it by one. 
Obviously lost one opportunity for that yesterday. Here's House straight down the barrel. Three, it's good. These guys are going to shoot it from everywhere. Already 18 threes. The Jazz have taken 16. How about that? Jazz have not hit them tonight. Donovan, right-hand drive, loses the ball. That's because it was a foul on McLemore. They don't have great on-the-floor defenders, nor do they have a rim protector. So the Jazz keep plugging. They should be all right. Right now, the Jazz trail at 42-38. Neither team is actually playing very well offensively. The offensive rankings on both teams are below a point of possession right now. Austin Rivers defending Donovan. Top to Conley. Mike, left-hand drive all the way to the window, switches right to left and finishes. Mike Conley has played 10 minutes here in the first half, the most he's played in the first half. Eric Gordon penetrates, swirls out, passes it into the backcourt. That's a violation. Jazz down by two. Second quarter, commercial free, brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru. They want you to love your car buying experience. That's why they developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional customer service. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price at either location or start your purchase at markmiller.com. Mike Conley, high arcing three, front rim no good. Mike's not shooting it great off the bounce this year. Fast break, Tavo Cephalosha, back cutting layup good. There's the one back door. First time, it came from a different angle than expected. 44-40, Rockets by four. Conley hands it up to Donovan. Donovan's been very aggressive tonight. Working on Frazier, the rookie, who's supposed to be a very good defender, shakes him, fires the three, misses. Donovan's 35% off the three, off the bounce. Doesn't make that one, though. Gordon powers the drive to the basket and scores, and Eric Gordon who at one point in his career was a 25-point-a-game scorer for the Clippers, has got 19 in the first half. 46-40, Rockets. Jazz number one offense has not shown up yet. Royce O'Neal drives, goes power move, misses. Rebound, Gobert, and a foul on House underneath Gobert. Second foul on House. Three on McLemore, three on Tucker already. The Rockets are switching defensively, Ron. It seems to be causing some problems. The, uh, out on the perimeter there as well, and, and it, they're not really concerned about uh, Rudy right now on the offensive end, but they're switching all over the floor and causing the Jazz some problems. The Jazz not shooting the three very well. Bogdanovich forgot the ball on the drive. Picked up by Rivers going coast to coast for a dunk, and Donovan Mitchell fouls him from behind. The Jazz would make some of the threes that they're taking right now, they could really separate themselves. Jazz are a 40% three-point shooting team. They're three of 18 right now. Yeah. In most nights where they have started like this, at some point they bring it back. And catch fire, yes. Costly turnover. A above-the-break turnover. No. Hate those. They're catastrophic turnovers, according mm -hmm. to to Rick Carlisle, if you commit too many of them on one night, he usually says it's three, the Jazz are about three, you don't come back to win. Rockets on a 9-2 run after the Jazz took the lead. You kind of thought the Jazz would take the lead and run away. Donovan flares the top dingles, to he drives, defender goes down, handoff to Gobert and he's fouled, it's gonna be a Cephalosha with the foul. 
Well, Rudy's got a streak of eight straight games with five or more dunks, the longest of his career. And the Rockets are fouling him at such a rate, they're trying to prevent that from happening. Well, it looks like they're going to just, everything at the basket, they're going to try to defend it or foul. And they're not going to give anything up easy, and obviously they're trying to take away the threes, and the Jazz have not been successful here as of yet. The Jazz have not had a night about that three-point shooting run. The Jazz have not had a game where they shot below 33% from three since the 19th of December. That's against Atlanta. What a run. They've been 50, 33, 39, 49, 39, 37, 40, 48, 37, etc. Eric Gordon coast to coast off the layup, gets blocked at the rim by Gobert. Picked up by Ingles. Outlet to the corner to O'Neal for three, no. Rebound battled for Rockets somehow come out with it. Here comes House with Ingles back, pass to the corner. Donovan's there to steal it. Oh, sidearm pass to the Ingles out to Bogdanovich. Down low to Rudy. Goes up, gets it blocked from behind by Rivers. Rudy too far behind the basket again, like Ron talked about earlier. Cephalosha feeling himself. Pull up jumper off the glass is good, 50 to 41. Well, that could have been a big difference in the Jazz getting that energy level and, and starting to make a run here. Jazz down nine. Offense just can't get going. Donovan's going one-on-one on Cephalosha. Jump stops in the lane, puts it off the window and in. Donovan might have to will this team tonight. He's got 17. Rivers sees Ingles, wants to go one-on-one, beats him. Rudy was not that direction. Rivers is a very good one-on-one player and is cherishing the opportunity for shots tonight. Donovan, three ball, no good. 148 left, Jazz down nine here in the first half. Gordon drives into the Ingles, then ricochets off Ingles into O'Neal and a foul on O'Neal. Jazz are flustered. Donovan's going. The Jazz are shooting three of 20 from three. They've taken 50% of their shots as threes. But they cannot find it. Remember, anytime the Jazz make a three, it's a $50 donation to the Huntsman Cancer Institute from Mark Miller Credit Union. Mark, excuse me, Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America has been guiding their members forward for 80 years. Learn more at macu.com. The switching is getting the Jazz into one-on-one play, Ron, and this is exactly what happened in both the last two playoff series against the Rockets, where the Jazz stopped moving the basketball, stopped playing pick and roll, stopped playing dribble handoff against the Rockets, and they trail by 11. Yeah, they they get one screen, and then they go one-on-one. Cephalosha drives, kicks to O'Neal. Right corner three, no good. And a foul on the rebound on the Rockets, and the Jazz are 3 of 21 from three. O'Neal's 0 for 2. He's in a slump other than that massive one he hit the other night. Joe Ingles is 0 for 5. He's actually in a little bit of a slump right now. Mike Conley's 0 for 2. Jordan Clarkson's 0 for 3. So the Jazz cooling off from 3 recently. Yeah, House picking up his third foul. Gobert will see go on the, the replay, line. he had his arm wrapped around Rudy's legs. And then he flops on the floor. This is not pretty. Gobert misses the free throw. Yeah, 
Second free throw is good. Ten point game. Eric Gordon is having a dynamite half. Playing one on one against Ingles. Driving into Gobert. Curling out to the corner. Ingles now stays with him. Go Gordon drives. It's Gobert. Gobert goes down. And Gordon lays it up and in. And Rudy Gobert got punched in the midsection below the belt. Went down in a heap and not a whistle to be heard. The Jazz are down 12 with a minute to play. And Eric Gordon has 23. And a foul on a pick. These guys are, they said it. Zach Guthrie was talking to the players at shoot-around. They're going to grab, they're going to hold, they're going to get underneath you. And they certainly are. Frazier picks up the foul. Well, one thing, David, if you're shooting... It's not falling. If your shots aren't falling, the defense has to be good. Well, the defense actually has been okay tonight until just recently. The defensive rating is a 108. Ron, the offensive rating is an 85. This is all about their inability to play their game against the switching defense of the Rockets. There's no, de there's no defense in the world they could play that would be handle an 85 <laughs> offensive rating. Ingles makes both free throws. Ten-point game. She has one of the better home records in the NBA. 18 and Haven't lost a home game since Oklahoma City. Eric Gordon has had a tumultuous season. And he is having a night tonight. He's got 23. A season high is 27. House three, no good. Rebound, Gobert. 56-46, Rockets by 10. 26 seconds left in the quarter. Ingles comes off a Gobert pick, tries to lob to Rudy. It's knocked away and stolen by Cephalosha. Fast break outlet to Eric Gordon, and Donovan grabs him and fouls him. It might be a breakaway. But Eric Gordon is energized. And Donovan's saying that, hey, I had all ball. Boy, he had all ball. And then there, he grabbed right him around the backside. With the right hand. So yeah. here's the problem. When he went to foul him originally, it wouldn't have been a breakaway. Because he had all, or clear path, because he had all ball for so long, by the time he fouls him, I think it is a clear path. So right there, it wouldn't have been clear path. There's no foul yet. Right there's the foul. It's now a clear path foul. Unbelievable. Because by the time the play progresses. Yeah, he wasn't strong enough. Well, out of position there as well. See what they call it. Another review brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Well, this is going to be quite a task for the Jazz. Clear path foul. Jazz are going to be down by quite a bit as we head down to the least some double digits. Well, right now down 10. And the switching defense of the Rockets, which has caused the Jazz offensive problems throughout the last two playoffs, is still a significant problem for the Utah Jazz. And have not faced this type of play offense all season long and really struggling with it. And frankly, Harden and Westbrook not being in the game 
They are not elite defensive players. Not elite, and you know what you're going to get out of them. Uh, you, you prepared for Jazz wasn't really sure what Harden was going to do this morning. So the Jazz are down 10. Worth noting that Mike Conley played 11 minutes in the first half. Second free throw, or first of the two free throws is good. Mike Conley checks in. Donovan has three fouls, so he checks out. Gobert's only one of three. Ingles is one of six. Jazz are three of 21 from three. Donovan's two of five. The rest of the crew is one of 16. Gordon splits the free throws. The Jazz... Offense, which since Jordan Clarkson joined the team has been electrifying. With a 122 offensive rating is at an 86 right now. Gordon, 24 points. I have him with 23, Ron. 23 points, yes. Left side, bounces it up top. Cephalosha goes behind the back, layup good with two seconds left. Outlet to O'Neal, he'll take a half court shot. No good. He's going to get to Gordon's season high 27. 15 by Gordon in that second quarter leads the Rockets to a 59-46 lead. And the Jazz have got their hands full in the second half on the Jazz Radio Network. Rockets have been led by Eric Gordon's 24. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell's 17 for the Jazz, and the Jazz are really struggling offensively tonight. We'll see what comes out here in the second half. It's this very similar to the playoffs. The switching defense of the Rockets is giving the Jazz difficulty, and the three-point shooting of the Rockets is negating Rudy Gobert, and Eric Gordon now has 27 as he comes off the right side and hits a three. And the Jazz are down 16. And Rudy had dropped. The Jazz are dropping Rudy back into the paint. So that pick and roll out on the perimeter. And they're switching everything. So when the Jazz run now, Gobert is guarded by Rivers in the post, and the Jazz can't take advantage of it. O'Neal breaks. They cut him off. A foul on house and a bucket by Royce O'Neal. Foul trouble will be a story if you're on the Rockets end of things. So two things are happening here, Ron to the Rockets' defensive credit. One, they're switching everything, which is giving the Jazz a hard time. Two is when the Jazz are beating someone in dribble penetration, there seems to be help defense that's cutting them off. And that's the way they're going to have to play defense to stop the Jazz from scoring. Otherwise, if they don't do that, they're going to score, and maybe Rudy will come into play. Right now, Rudy has not been a threat offensively on this in this bargain. Three ball for McLemore, no good, with Rudy flying at him. Jazz look like they might be switching one through five now. Bogdanovich down the middle of the lane, gets a layup and scores it. All right, Jazz getting out and running, as Vince Lagarza said. It's now a 11-point game, 62-51. Boyan's got 10 points. He just got a rebound as well. Tucker 
Hands it off to Gordon. Deep three for Gordon, no good. He's eight of 15 shooting now, 27 points, tying his season high. I mean, there isn't a spot on the floor where he's not dangerous. Donovan penetrates, flares it back out to O'Neal, top to Bogdanovich. They run a screen and roll, but it's just switch. Then Bogdanovich has to go one-on-one, makes no progress. Hand singles, chest to Donovan. Three on the shot clock. Donovan takes a tough step back, fadeaway three, no good. You see the Jazz spend a lot of time just going out on the perimeter, not breaking the defense down. And House drives, Ingles knocks off his leg out of bounds. What the Rockets are doing is they're either going one-on-one offensively with Rudy pulled up high so there's no rim protection or they're running guys off Rudy picks by Rudy's man and getting a deep three. Now Rudy's low down by the baseline. Donovan wants the switch. Trying to get McLemore on him. Now he has Tucker on him, though. He drives, gets to the window, and scores it. Donovan's got 19. Jazz at least know what they're going against now. You can see them trying to attack it. Whether they can or not will be the issue. Rivers drives, now has Gobert on him, brings him out. Rivers, one of the better one-on-one players in the league. Drives on Rudy, beats him by a step, and lays it up and in. I'm Rockets, I like that matchup. He's one of the few guys I think could probably take Rudy one-on-one. And he looks to drive probably more than any. O'Neal driving hard on Tucker, misses at the rim. Jazz may be trying to go at P.J. Tucker a little bit, who's slow of foot as he ages and has three fouls. Rivers driving. Pull up, floater, no good. Rebound, Gobert. Jazz down 11. Donovan to the front court. Gets the Tucker switch. Now Rivers on him as he comes off a Gobert pick and they switch again. Left side Bogdanovich. Back up top to Donovan. Donovan trying to drive and a push in the back by McLemore. And that's his fourth. And that's on Bogdanovich. Royce O'Neal kind of bending his left leg like he's got a Charlie horse. Well, that happened on the dribble drive when he got his three-point play. And... He's been moving that. Rudy drives hard to the basket and scores it. Lowered his left shoulder into House and finished at the rim. Rudy with his sixth point of the night. And as you said, House has four fouls. How much of a chance he's going to take? Four fouls on House and McLemore. Rivers at the top. They played nine players in the first half. Without Capella, without Harden, without Westbrook. And Rivers going one-on-one. Foul on Ingles. Here's the concern, Ron. They had two guys when the night started, we said, who could probably pick up the slack. One is Gordon, and one is Rivers. Gordon has 27, and now if Austin Rivers heats up in the second half, you got a problem. And how many fouls does Gordon have? Zero. Zero. And Austin Rivers has zero. Jazz offensive rating right now is a 90. That's the problem. The offense can't get going. This is Almost identical to all the playoff games in the last two years, where the defense is actually having a good game, holding down their very vaunted offense, but defensively, but offensively, the Jazz can't score. Down by nine as Gordon misses a three. Donovan drives into the body of Rivers. Rivers goes down, flips it to Bogdanovich. Right side three, no good. The Jazz are three of 24 from three. And remember, the Jazz couldn't hit a three against the Rockets in last year's playoffs. Gordon, left wing to Rivers, contested three over Donovan, no good. Rebound, Gobert. 
He's watching Rivers. He likes to drive to his right. Donovan, three ball, straight away, buried it. Timeout. Mike D'Antoni, it is a six-point game. And he's screaming at someone. Was he screaming at the official or Austin Rivers? It must have been the official because he's still staring at it. 12-2 run. Timeout on the floor. Jazz within six will take it as well on the Jazz Radio Network. When I first started playing basketball, I didn't know nobody. I only, I only watched Space Jam. You know, that's the only thing I knew about basketball. And most of the kids that I was playing with had a jersey, number eight, and and Bryant in the back. So I didn't know who that was. I just there was Bryant and Shaq. That was the two jerseys that we had. So after a little while, I was about to find out who that was, and you know, and, and then he was one of my favorite players. Kobe Bryant memories from Rudy Gobert. That was a good one. Jazz are down six, despite being four of 24 from three, four of 25 from three. House, three right side, no good, rebound, Gobert. The three-point shooting woes of the Jazz are not new against the Rockets, though, Ron. In the playoffs last year, we saw it as well. Bogdanovich, top to Gobert, now pick and roll. Bogdanovich drives, Tucker reaches in, knocks it out of bounds, Austin Rivers. Does not like the call. The official rules it off the leg of Bogdanovich. Yeah, even we could see that up here. Fans don't like it, but it was the right call. Jazz Lowe's three-point shooting in any game this year is 22% against Philly. They're at 16 right now. Walking. Gordon drives, flares it out. Right corner, Tucker three with Gobert flying at him, and Tucker hits. Rockets back up by nine. That's his first bucket here tonight. Donovan's got 22. The Jazz offense is not flowing. We're having a hard time on the pick and rolls because the Rockets are switching everything. So Donovan, spite of spins, gets to the elbow, fades back and hits. The Rockets play the most isolation and force you into the most isolation. And in some ways, without Harden, without Westbrook, they're far better at it defensively tonight than they would be otherwise. Austin Rivers is... Rivers driving. Ball fakes, flares it back out to Tucker. Hands to Gordon. Three ball right side, good. Ten point Rocket lead, and just as the Jazz huff and puff a little bit, the Rockets fortify the lead. O'Neal back to Donovan at the top as Tucker. Falls to the ground, kicks to Ingles, three ball, no. The Jazz are four of 26 from three. Rivers driving. Royce O'Neal grabs the ball out of his. As he brought it up high, Royce O'Neal tried to grab the ball and him around the waist, foul on O'Neal. Off to the side, nice play by Royce. Well, Ron, this has been the question for the last two years of the playoffs. When they switch everything and you run 90 picks a game, two-shot foul, Jazz are they're ruling that in continuation. So, Ron, if you run 90 picks a game, and that's what you do, and they switch everything, what do you do? Well, that's what the Jazz are going to have to figure out. I mean, spacing obviously is a the key there. 
has been the key for the Houston Rockets. Maybe the Jazz need to space out a little bit more here. And then if you want to play, put yourself in an isolation situation, you're getting into the paint, you're able to, to kick, and maybe Rudy can get more, get more involved there for the most part. But spacing, I think, is the key right now for the Jazz. Free throws are good, and the Jazz are back down 12. A moment ago, there was a timeout by the Rockets. The Jazz had cut the lead to four, and you kind of felt like the Jazz were about to make a move. But now Eric Gordon just rang the Lexus 30-point bell. And the Rockets are back up 12. Mike Conley, who will probably have to go a little one-on-one -on -one tonight to Bogdanovich. House reaches at him. Step back three for Bogdanovich is good. Could have very well called a foul there on House. That would have given him five. There's the backdoor cut. Niang saw it come and stole it. Pass out to Bogdanovich. Takes a dribble. Settles himself. Fires. Hits. Timeout Mike D'Antoni. Well, he does not want to let this crowd get started here. 72-66. Jazz back within three. Back-to-back -back threes fall. They're still only at 21% for the night. Will they get to their season average? If they do, it'll be quite a show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz have been down by as many as 16 tonight. They have now cut it to six. Ron, are they doing anything differently, or are they just making some shots? Well, I just made a couple of shots there, and, and maybe the, the key here is that last two possessions, they, they were able to get a rebound, push the ball up the floor. Boyan had a wide-open look, had plenty of time to bounce the basketball to gather himself to knock down a three. Rockets without Capella are now playing Cephalosha as their center. So they are very small and spread out. Rivers is going one-on-one -on, -one on Ingles' drives. Gobert comes over the miss. Loose ball, rebound, Conley has it. Jazz on the run. Conley to the front court, hesitates, drives, loses the basketball. Cephalosha driving the other way, and Niang catches him and calls a foul. Mike Conley just lost control of the basketball in the open court with maybe almost indecision of who he should pass it to or whether he should shoot or not. Yeah, I thought maybe he had... As a matter of fact, Ingles and Boyan on the right side of the floor outside the three-point line. Clarkson checks in. Ingles checks out. Joe 0 for 6 tonight from 3. Clarkson's 0 for 3. Flare out to House, the 36% three-point shooter. He's their second best available shooter. Rivers has Niang one-on-one. -on -one. Rivers a very good one-on-one -on -one player. Step back 3, good. Austin Rivers is a problem right now. 16. Two of four from three. Jazz are just six of 28 from three. Conley needs to be able to beat people one-on-one -on -one in this game. He drives, he gets to the rack, he scores. They make you go one-on-one. -on -one. Rivers again, step back three over Clarkson, air ball. Same basket that one Kobe Bryant had four air balls on in May of 1997. 75-68, Jazz down seven, 3.32 left. Conley drives, falls to the ground, turns the ball over. 
driving his house the other way and scoring it. Bogdanovich loses the dribble. Three straight unforced turnovers, just losing the dribble. Conley twice and now Bogdanovich. And now a foul on Conley. We're not a one-on-one team. The Rockets are doing to the Jazz tonight all of the same things they did to the Jazz in the playoffs last mm-hmm. two years. The Jazz three-point shooting in last year's five-game series was 9 of 38, 11 of 35, 12 of 41, 8 of 38, and 7 of 27. For a 47 of 179, or 26%. And tonight the Jazz are lower than that. But even worse, Mike Conley, twice without defenders around him, basically just dribbles the ball away. And Bogdanovich just did the same. And a rally is now muted, and they're down 11 with three minutes to play here in the third. Here's Conley, seven points, two rebounds, two assists. Chesset left side to Niang, drives on house, flares it to Clarkson, tight ropes the baseline, pulls up with a hopper and hits it. Remember George Niang was surprisingly good in the playoffs last year. He went back to his Iowa State Cyclone days. House, step back three, contested, no good. Rebound, Gobert. Nine point deficit. Clarkson crosses over, drives, dribbles it off his foot out of bounds. Incredible, but not like in a good way. It really isn't. If if they're gonna do that, what they're doing right now, David, I would like to see them Forget about that secondary break. Start pushing the ball up the floor a little bit and not let the defense, especially on the perimeter, get set. Now when you're breaking the defense, you can give uh, your teammates some good looks. Rudy Gobert checks out. He's minus 18 tonight. Cephalosha, three straight away. Got it. Tony Bradley has to go guard Tabo Cephalosha at 30 feet. And the Jazz are down 12. Donovan, hard drive, lost the basketball. Fast break, Conley retreats and the layup's missed. Left side, Niang. Big Euro step to the basket, off the window and in. I just think more opportunities would be there for the Jazz if they would do just that. Even if they get into the paint and there's nothing there, the draw and kick should be there. That's a good point. Cephalosha playing pick and roll with Donovan. Just... Flares out, another three for Tabo. No good, rebound comes to Clarkson. Go with it. Clarkson prances to the front court. In and out dribble and they hold Bradley on the roll and a foul on the Rockets. Jazz are down 10 with 122 left in the third. And it's not like the, the, the Houston Rockets are of just taking control of the ball game. Just the fact that the defensively, I guess they have. Offensively. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Jazz just can't make shots, losing the basketball at the wrong time. Jazz offensive rating, rating right now is a 94, which is better than it was at halftime at an 84. Clarkson drives. Wild turnaround jumper, no good. Really bad look. 
Clarkson's one of the guys who can go one-on-one, but he didn't get to the basket. Here's Rivers' right side. He's got 16 points. Comes off a Tucker pick. Flares it up top to Gordon, who's got 30. Gordon gets to the elbow, sees Bradley, retreats him out. Gordon goes one-on-one, beats Tony to the basket. Easy layup. I mean, they've got a game plan. And they're using it very well. Jazz are down 12. Donovan's got 24 to lead the Jazz. Bogdanovich has 16. The two of them are 6 of 13 from the three. The rest of the team is 0 of 15. Donovan tries to draw a foul with 30 seconds left in the quarter. Doesn't get the whistle. Stalks the official going the other way. Rebound comes to the Rockets. They lead by 12. Rivers drives on Donovan to the rack. Easy layup and a foul on Bradley. And a technical foul on Donovan Mitchell. We can talk about all the Kobe stuff. But honestly, the Rockets have come in here with the same game plan that has beat the Jazz in the playoffs each of the last two years. They haven't had an answer for it, and they evidently don't tonight. And I will be stunned if they come back to win this game, Ron. The way things are going right now, I just wonder if, if Quinn will think about going small. And what would, who? That's what who, I'm asking. You know, who, who or what is that? Yeah. Who would be at the center position? You think Bogdanovich? Royce O'Neal? George Niang? 20 seconds left. Free throw is no good. Jazz are down 15. Six of 28 from three. Donovan goes away from the pick. Flares to Niang, takes a dribble, fires the three, hits. 12-point game. So the half comes, the third quarter comes to a close. And the Utah Jazz have got a tremendous mountain to climb. They are down 87-75 to the Houston Rockets on the Jazz Radio Network. of playoff struggles against the Houston Rockets, in which times the Jazz defense was able to usually slow down the Rockets' vaunted offense, but they didn't have enough offense on their own to be able to make enough shots. Well, the same is true tonight, as the Jazz are 7 of 29 from 3. George Niang's 3 a moment ago was the first 3 by somebody not Nate Bogdanovich or Mitchell who are 6 of 13 from 3, and the rest of the roster is 1 of 16. And the Jazz trail it by 12, heading into the fourth, first play of the fourth quarter. Tony Bradley gets a layup at the rim. Down 10. Jazz shoots 63% in that third quarter and did not make up hardly any ground. Joe Ingles with three fouls, just... Picked up Eric Gordon at 35 feet and picked up a foul immediately. Royce O'Neal checks in for George ne- for Joe Ingles, who picked up his fourth foul. 
Joe's one of seven tonight, five assists, four points. They're running a weave on the outside. Eric Gordon has it, and Tony Bradley has to guard him. And he throws it back up top, beautiful ball rotation. Leaves the house, going to the rim, he tries to dunk on Bradley, a foul on Bradley. He does not make the dunk. Well, the outside official makes this call here. He fouled him. Yeah. You notice the fans did not react. You mean there wasn't a lot of booing once that replay was? Right. So Daniel House will go to the line. 30 point bells brought to you by Larry H. Miller of Lexus and Larry H. Miller of Linden. <laughs> we'll find out who rang that 30 point bell in a moment. Right now it's an 11 point rocket lead. Jazz are running picks, but the Rockets are switching everything. And they're holding Tony Bradley as he rolls here. Foul on the Rockets. That, their, their plan plays for you to hold. Jazz offense struggled in the playoffs against the Rockets each of the last two years. Donovan gets Cephalosha, then they cut him off with a help defense. A step back jumper, no good. Tapped around and in. I don't know whether or not it got hit by anybody. I'm not Jordan sure Jordan Clarkson. Nine-point game. Gordon driving. Bradley fouls him again. Tony battling, but this is a struggle for him. And he's got five fouls in nine minutes. a very good call. No, it's definitely not. Little surprise Quinn didn't challenge that. Chick-fil-A on the line. First free throw was no good. But Eric Gordon is a great free throw shooter and he shakes his head going back the other way. 10-point game. Donovan's got 24 on 10 of 18 shooting. He has Cephalosha on the mismatch. Drives, puts it off the glass and in. They've moved the angle a little bit, Ron. I think they've slid that drive down. The help seems to be coming a step later. Is that spacing? Let's see if the Jazz can just place. Eric Gordon drives, foul on the Jazz again. Eric Gordon has 34 points tonight. Many of you may recall Eric Gordon of the Clippers. In one of the better games we've had in this building in the regular season, where Eric Gordon went, had a massive game and the Jazz went to overtime. Eric Gordon forced the game to overtime with a demonstrative dunk down the middle of the lane. The Jazz up winning that game in OT and then headed on the East Coast road trip. Was that a the career high 41 point night? No, I don't believe so. I think his Eric Gordon's career high night, I think may have been against the Clippers, but I will look that up and make sure I'm right on that. 
91-81. Donovan drives the other side this time. The right-hand floater coming from the left side is no good. I've seen the Jazz, for the most part, play so much one-on-one basketball. Is that The Rockets forced the most isolation in the league. Austin Rivers, razzle-dazzle, one-on-one against Royce O'Neal to the window, misses the shot. Rebounds tapped around, P.J. Tucker puts it back up and in. Jazz are down 12 with 9.41 left. Clarkson spinning, fouled by Rivers. And they gave him... No, they they did not. not. Tony Bradley checks out. Rudy Gobert checks in. Frankly, Rudy has not been impactful tonight. He really hasn't. I mean, they've done a great job of, of crowding him and, more importantly, taking advantage of him having to switch out on a, on a small player out on the perimeter. Donovan, right side three, no good. You know those nights where Donovan's been rested and so he's able to make plays late, he certainly isn't gonna be rested tonight. Down by 12, pick and roll, guys go sprawling as Eric Gordon comes off the pick and the foul is on O'Neal. And the Jazz are now in the penalty at the 9-12 mark of the fourth quarter. The free throw discrepancy tonight already is 31 to 12. This is deja vu. Kind of hard to believe that they that this can happen, you know. Well, now you start running through the rosters and wondering who else can emulate this. Spurs can't, Nuggets can't, Thunder can't. Pelicans probably cannot, though Derek Favors might be able to switch one through five. What centers can, the irony is that the Rockets couldn't do this if they had Clint Capella tonight. That's exactly right, because. P.J. Tucker makes both free throws, go ahead. Not not like, just like Rudy Gobert, play around the rim. Still gets 30, 31, 32 minutes a game. Conley, off Bogdanovich pick. Takes the left-hand drive, gets to the window, scoops to Rudy, Rudy's fouled. I don't think Rudy has a dunk tonight. That's Tucker. Tucker picks up his fourth foul. Foul trouble, which seemed like such a large part of the story, has suddenly gone away. Nine minutes to play in the fourth quarter as Rudy shoots two free throws. Let's find out. Who rang that Lexus 30-point bell earlier tonight? DeRozan guarded out front by Dunn. Around a screen by Mills. Takes it left side. Now we'll try to post up on Dunn. Spins inside. Backs him down at the baseline. Jumper is good for DeMar DeRozan. 31 points for DeRozan. He's been very good recently. They lose that game 110-109. to That's our next opponent. We'll head to San Antonio. Fly there tomorrow. Bulls beat the Spurs 110-109. DeRozan finished with 36. Utah trails here 95-82 with 8.52 to play in the fourth quarter. This is a streak for Greg Popovich. Eric Gordon, cross-court pass. Getting a wide open three is Frazier and they hit. That's a great offensive set right now, forcing the Jazz to switch. 
getting Gobert guarding Frazier, and Frazier's wide open for three because Rudy doesn't want to leave the middle. Conley swings to Bogdanovich. Top to Conley, guarded by House. Drives, cut off by Tucker, slides it over to Gobert. Power dribble back up in his first dunk of the night. 9-1 run by the Rockets a moment ago and equaled their largest lead of 16. They're really well coached tonight. High pick and roll. Back pick cut on Gobert. Jazz frazzled. Frazier fires a three from the top, misses. Rebound Jazz. Here comes Conley on the push to Clarkson. Clarkson goes one-on-one, comes up to the basket, reverse side layup, got it. 12-point game, 7.51 left. Timeout Mike D'Antoni on the Jazz Radio Network. It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. You know, from Kobe's first game here in Salt Lake City to his last, what a ride. I really appreciated just his tenacity and ferocity. Even though I was a huge jazz fan, in my driveway as a kid, I'd be wearing my purple number 12 Stockton jersey, practicing my Kobe fadeaway. Bryant for the win! Kobe, I think, is one of the greatest competitors in the history of the game. 81-point game! You know, he obviously got to us, but I'm pretty sure we jazz fans got to him. They were really tough on me, you know, more so than the other crowds. From signs to literally just yelling right in my ear. Man, it pissed me off so much. I mean, it was like 08 in the playoffs where I just erupted after a play and just started talking back to the crowd because it was just they just kept driving. So that's what sports should be, I think, is that kind of bantering and that kind of competition. I've always loved playing here because of that. Kobe Bryant tribute video the Jazz put out. Kobe Bryant, his, fa- his daughter Gigi, passing a helicopter crash yesterday, along with seven others. Jazz here trail 100 to 86 as Aaron Gordon scores his 38th point of the night. Eric Gordon's career high is 42. If my notes are right, Ron, only four times in his NBA career has Eric Gordon ever scored 38 points. Wow, and his high this year is 27. He had 42 on 2016 against the Clippers. He had 39 in 2018 against Chicago. And he had 38 in 2017 against Milwaukee. So is this the old Eric Gordon from the Clipper days? He just drove on Rudy and went right at Rudy's chest to get his 38th point. 188 is the score. The Jazz are down by 12. And all the same problems we saw in the playoffs are showing here. Frazier drives. Gobert blocks it. Bogdanovich on the run. Crosses over Tucker. Reach in. Strip by the Rockets. Fast break. Conley able to stop Rivers with a foul. But the Jazz are in the penalty. So that foul sends Rivers to the line. So Boyan's thinking that he was fouled. I mean, he takes the, when he drives in traffic, he usually takes the basketball very low to the floor so it cannot get stripped. We'll have yet another review tonight. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com for easy home delivery and fast as an hour or enjoy the same-day pickup at the store. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. And they're going to review this. Before that last turnover, the Jazz had turned it over 15 times, giving up 24 points off of those turnovers. Wow. 
Boyan with four now. Mike Conley with four. Well, on the free throw discrepancy is pretty enormous as well. Jazz 11 of 16. Rockets are 23 of 33. We heard the 30-point bell a moment ago. Let's find out who else in the NBA scored 30 tonight. Timberwolves have possession. Wiggins left side wide open on a three, and he cans it. Andrew Wiggins with the big night. Minnesota common foul. Minnesota loses to Sacramento in overtime today. 133-129. Wiggins had 36. Carl Anthony had 23. 42 for Buddy Heald off the bench for Sacramento tonight. So he's not in the starting lineup anymore. No. Huh? 42 is a pretty good way to stake your claim, though. The Bear has wrecked havoc all around us with confetti guns and silly string and all sorts of stuff. Austin Rivers to the line. Misses the first free throw. And Chick-fil-A hope now comes up. 100 to 88. Well, he's a 52% last year from the from the free throw line. I couldn't believe when I was looking at that. This year it's 67. Will he miss the next one? Wow. I had the same reaction. You when you just said that, Ron, my same reaction of like, what? <laughs> 101-88, Jazz down 13. Seven of 30 from three tonight. Conley for three. No. He is 0 of three. Bogdanovich and Mitchell are six of 14. The rest of the team is one of 17 from three. McLemore right side three may be the dagger. 104-88, Jazz down 16 again. Conley blows by McLemore and is fouled. Well, I'll tell you what, David, they averaged 41 three-point shots a ball game. What was it 43? 41 for Dallas. They're the only two teams that are averaging over 40 three-point shot attempts in the league right now. And they're doing this without Harden, who averages 13 a game, 13 attempts a game. Conley misses the free throw badly. Jazz down 16. Ron, I wonder if the three-point shooting numbers are bad because they switch everything, and so almost all your threes are off the bounce. I don't feel like we've gotten those catch-and-shoot threes tonight. Rockets 15-point advantage. Rockets lost last night in Denver. Gordon. Carries with the basketball. Yeah, got a little fancy there. He tried to fake it like he was going to throw it a back pass to P.J. Tucker, who was at the top of the key and is not a very good three-point shooter from that spot. 104-89, 15-point game. Conley up top to Bogdanovich. And then a turnover by the Jazz again on just bad ball handling. It looked like Conley was trying to give it to Rudy so he can get it back, and the ball was kind of behind Rudy, because Rudy was coming over to set a pick. This might be the worst game the Jazz have had 
since the slump in the East Coast. We were mm -hmm. down 40 at halftime once yeah, this year. that was... <laughs> this is we, terrible. The, the worst outing of the year has actually been engraved on the trophy, but not to be surpassed. You just don't like to see that at home. No. Nope. 105.89. Jazz offensive rating tonight a 98.6. It has worked its way up, frankly. It was an 81 after one and an 84 after two and a 95 after three, but the, and then the defense has started to struggle now. This is a blowout. What, what are the, the Rockets complaining about here? The, somehow, either the Bears' confetti or somehow the conf, either the Bear has shot confetti oh, wow. and it's all over the floor. What a disaster. And look, the Bears out there trying to pick it up. I don't know <laughs> if it's the currents in the building or if somehow... But it, it, it does. has to be a draft coming from that way, don't you think? Maybe that explains our three-point shooting. Great point, David. But the bear has... He's running off the floor. Like... Yeah, you did it. There is just confetti falling from all angles... Is that the same stuff that was just falling know. on us? I don't know. I mean, it would be really interesting. Here? We're in the top row. It's the exact same stuff. So it's hard to pick up. you got to pick up one by one. Well, they got to wait on the... They have those mops or those... The Rockets are upset because I think it ruins their momentum. <laughs> the Bear's walking around. Sure. All of his co-workers are... Where is the... Well, while we have a moment, why don't we... Are we getting back to action already? There's still a bunch of these things flying under the Jumbotron. Some of them are landing on the Jumbotron or big screen. The bear trying to run some of them down and they're on the floor. All right, hopefully they've got all of them. 106.89, I can see at least another 20 of them flying from the sky above the court right now. Donovan comes back in the game. He has 28. He drives with the left hand to the basket, goes to dunk, he's fouled. Jazz are down 17 with 6.15 to play. Ben McLemore is fouled out. Jazz, 7 of 31 from three, 23%. Last year in the playoffs against these same Rockets, 26% for the entire series. Though at that time, the feeling was that the Jazz were missing wide open catch and shoot threes. This game feels like it's more contested threes. The interesting thing, Ron, the Rockets are good defending the three. They're ninth best in the NBA, but they're not great. It's not like they've got some magic formula. They just do against Utah. 
Donovan's free throws are good. When the Jazz drive tonight, there are no open shooters. They're not leaving anyone. Yeah, they're staying home. Mike D'Antoni said to us before the game, wow, do they have shooters. 106-91. Gordon, left side, Tucker. Three that will get changed to a two, but he airballs it, so it doesn't matter. Uh, he's two for 12 at that spot. Conley playing over 20 minutes tonight. Gives to Donovan. Rudy can't get free on the roll. To Bogdanovich for a contested three, right corner, good. 12-point game, 106-94. Jazz are 14-1 since December 23rd. Eric Gordon at the top. Off a Tucker pick. Ingles reaches in and fouls. And that'll be free throws. The Jazz have been in the penalty since the eight-minute mark. Eric Gordon with 38 points. Has a chance to go to 40 the second time in his entire NBA career. Five fouls now on Joe Ingles, who has not shot the ball very well tonight at all. First free throw is good. Second free throw is good and 40 points for Eric Gordon, the man that John Lucas says reminds him of Ron Boone. What a night Ron Boone is having. (laughs) 108-94, 14 point deficit. Bogdanovich, another contested three and another make. Five of eight from three for Bogdanovich for 24. Donovan and Bogdanovich are a combined 8 of 16 from 3 as Eric Gordon has surpassed his career high with his 43rd point on the left side. Donovan driving, laying up, no, but a foul. Well, I guess Eric Gordon has gotten healthy. Well, getting a chance to get more than 13 shots of Oregon. I mean, that's what he's averaging for the year with Harden and Westbrook on the floor. So he's not getting the attempts that he would normally get when those guys are on the floor. He's got 43 points, 12 of 20 from field, 6 of 11 from three. Thirteen of 17 from the line tonight for Eric Gordon. Donovan Mitchell makes the Jazz 16th free throw of the night in 22 attempts. Jazz down 12 with five minutes to play. Eric Gordon, right side, driving, curls back out. Falls to the ground, swings it top to Rivers. Driving on Conley, he falls to the ground. Loose ball, 50-50, ricochets around, Donovan has it. Gives to Boyan, rise and fire for three off the bounce, no. Outlet the other way, Rivers. Big steps to the lane, fouled and finishes. And that six-point swing, once again, this time, will send people to the exits. What do you think about that three attempt? Well, it hit two in a row. Yeah. We are down 
When he takes it, we're down by 12. So I'm going to say yes. What do you think? I think that we were down. That was It was 111.99. Donovan drives and lays it up and in and scores. Okay, let's play some D. 113-101. Rivers high pick off a of Tucker. Massive pick. Takes Conley out. Rivers has Gobert. He works the right side. Through the leg. Step back three. No. Tucker sweeps inside Bogdanovich for the rebound. Throws back out to House. Right side Rivers hooting and hollering for the ball. Has Gobert again, drives, crosses him over, spins him around to the rack. Blocked by Rudy! <laughs> Shot clock violation. Rudy did the same thing again. And the two fingers has been becoming very popular here. You spin Rudy around, you're just giving him a step toward the basket. <laughs> Timeout on the floor. We'll take it as well. 3.49 left. 113-101 is the score on the Jazz Radio Network. is the score. The Rockets lead the Jazz with 3.49 left. The Rockets have been in the doldrums and frankly this is the kind of win they desperately need to kind of pick up their spirits. Get beat by the Denver Nuggets last night 117-110. They had lost five of their last seven coming in. Eric Gordon has a career high. 43 points. Here's Mike Conley, the front court. Hands to Bogdanovich. They switch the pick. Up top to Conley. Drives on Cephalosha. Gets to the window. Misses the layup. Been some strange plays with Mike Conley tonight. Cephalosha tries to hand off to Gordon. Stolen by the Jazz. Go Mitchell on the run, and he turns it over. Yeah, it looked like he was going to throw it to Conley in the corner. Then he changed his mind. Maybe he's going to throw the lob to Rudy. In this. He just got caught in the middle. No defense at all and just lost the ball. Yeah. Mitchell is face guarding Eric Gordon. So one-on-one -on -one Rivers driving Bogdanovich. Misses. Rebound Rudy. Outlet to Conley. Jazz down 12 with three to play, which usually means about seven possessions. Conley drives and scores. Donovan doesn't want Eric Gordon to catch the ball, so he went back to the baseline to get the inbound. Donovan meets him at the half court. Gordon has 43 at career high. Cross court pass, Rivers is wide open and misses the three, and House flies in for the rebound as the Jazz are bystanders to the attack of the rack. And that happens quite a bit. So used to Rudy getting rebounds. 115-103. Donovan drives into the body of Cephalosha, puts a high archer off the glass, and then he has 36. Donovan and Bogdanovich are 8 of 17 from 3. The rest of the team is 1 of 17 from 3. 
Rivers, right corner three over Gobert, no good. Long rebound. Bogdanovich luckily runs it down, but down 10 with two to play. Right side bogey, drives, kicks, Conley, three, no. Fast break, outlet the other way. Rivers in the corner, this one probably just about done. And Mike Conley goes to 0 for 4, and players not named Bogdanovich and not named Mitchell tonight. are one of 18 from three. It's very similar to the playoffs last year where Ricky Rubio and Jay Crowder could not make threes. Remember the Jazz solved the problem in one ball game when they were using Rudy to set picks and then slip the picks and, and were able to get something out of it. Can you so. help me out? I do not have a very good memory. Was that last year or the year before? That was last year. That was last year? Yeah, that was. I thought it was game two in Houston the year before, but you might, you're you probably right. I don't know. Anyway. So they beat the, they beat the Jazz 4-1 to one last year, yeah, right? Yeah, and they beat them 4-1 the year before, I right? So you're right. Okay. Oh, was it two years in a row, 4-1? Uh-huh. Then maybe it was two years ago. I don't know. Sorry, I'm just trying to remember. Like, because... I know it was only one one ball game, and it was the reason they. Yeah. Right, right. No, you're absolutely right. So, I don't honestly. Let me let me be clear to everybody listening. I do not know the answer. I asked you the question because I did not know. So if you're, yeah. you're probably right. Both years four and one. So, last year, Jazz lost the opener by 32. The second one by 20. Lost by three here. Down by 10. Gordon driving at the rim, fouled and finishes. What a night for Eric Gordon. 45. And a foul on Gobert. And interestingly for Eric Gordon, in regards to the Kobe Bryant storyline, for early parts of Eric Gordon's career, he was this other star in LA on the other franchise that no one paid attention to. From 2008 to 2011, he played for the Clippers. Averaged 22 points a game his final year was part of the Chris Ball trade. Joe Ingles drives and travels. Well, this small lineup without a center just really gave the Jazz a ton of problems. It's a good thing it happened now because now they're going to have to fix that court, over and back. P.J. Tucker dribbles off his foot. Finish that thought, Ron. They're going to have to figure out. I mean, they don't have plenty of time, you know, to figure out the next time we play this team. Which is in about a, 10 days. 10 days. Second time this season, Harden, Westbrook, and Capella have been out. Last time they lost to the Pelicans, 127-112. to 112. My gosh, the Jazz are just frazzled. Bogdanovich goes up, gets the ball in the air, taught by Gordon, and they land down. They'll have a jump ball. Did he come down with the ball? He did, but the hand was still on it, so therefore it was not a travel. It was a jump ball. 
46 for Eric Gordon is the story. Well, and the same story the Jazz experienced all of last year in the playoffs. Jump ball controlled by Rudy. Surprising that the same items reared their head. Last year in game one from three, the Jazz were seven of 27. Jay Crowder was one of seven. Tabo was one of four. Rubio was one. It was Donovan Mitchell hit three of seven. And the rest of the team was four of 20. In game two of the playoffs last year, everyone struggled. The Jazz went eight of 38. Royce O'Neal was the only one that didn't struggle. Donovan was one of eight. Ingles, one of six. They've got Ingles' number a little bit. Ingles was not good again tonight. Mm. I got it, I got it. Remember, Joe Ingles had a miserable playoff series last year. 118-107, Jazz in a full court pressure trap. And the Jazz are down 11 with a minute to play. Turnover, Donovan on the run, finds Bogdanovich, open three right side, nailed it. Man, can he shoot. Rivers trapped in the backcourt, falls out of bounds with a timeout. That'll be Houston's last. Game three of the playoffs last year. The Jazz went 12 of 41 from three, 29%. Similar story, Donovan went four of 12. And the rest of the team managed to go eight of 30, eight of 29. Joe Ingles, two of eight in that game. Interesting to go back and watch this film, Ron, and try to wonder whether or not there's something specifically to what they do to Joe Ingles. Because that was not a good playoff series for Joe Ingles. And tonight, Joe has not been his usual self. Well, he needs space. And if you don't give him space, then he's not one that's going to, he's crafty enough to beat you off the dribble. I mean, slow-mo Joe, is, that's his game. And if you let him have that space, then he can really do some damage to you. But these guys switching all over the floor just creates a big problem for him. What is the 0 for 6 here tonight? And last year in the playoffs, he was 28%. And you're right, Ron. The Rockets not only play the most isolation offensively, but because of their switching defense, they also force the most isolation, and we're not particularly good at that. We're not built for that. No. One eighteen, one ten. Jazz trapping. Eric Gordon gets by the defense and he will dunk. What a night for Eric Gordon. Forty six points. Bogdanovich misses. Ingles quick release three from the top is good. Joe goes to one of seven. Jazz commit another foul. Forty-eight for Eric Gordon. Well, he had a great ball game. Went to the free throw line. He knocked down threes. He got twos. I mean, it wasn't like he was dominant on one area. 
at the open court. Cephalosha misses a free throw. He's got a chance to reward his own fan base. Eric Gordon scored 40. He missed them both. Chick-fil-A. Ron, interesting note. I want to correct myself. I looked up on Stats Inc. tonight, and it had Eric Gordon as 42 points as his career high. You mentioned 41 to me off the air, and yeah. I looked it up on Stats Inc. According to Basketball Reference, it's 41 his rookie year. That far back? So I wonder, something went wrong on Stats Inc. So I apologize. Earlier, I gave an incorrect note. But Eric Gordon has scored 40 points in a game for the first time in his career since January 23rd, 2009. Wow. I am not sure there are many players in the history of the NBA who have gone 11 years in between 40-point games. Yeah, Let me say that again. <laughs> Especially a player of his caliber, you know. January 23rd, 2009, Eric Gordon scores 41 points against Kevin Durant, Jeff Green, Russell Westbrook, interestingly, in Oklahoma City. Tonight is the first time he has scored 40 points since. It has been 11 years and four days between 40-point performances. Well, he single-handedly got the job here done tonight. I say single-handedly strictly because of the way he was scoring. But defensively, they just kept the Jazz from doing what they do best out there on the floor. The next player to them is, is Rivers with, with 21. So Gordon has had injury problems, hasn't he, last yes. two or three years? And as you mentioned before the ballgame, you thought he's gained a little weight because He looked of heavy, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. See what they have him listed at. They got him listed at 215. I think he looks heavier than that. I'm 215. He looks bigger than I, right? Absolutely, Ron. You look much <laughs> more slender than him. I was worried about that, man. And I think you could score 40 still, too, Ron. <laughs> no, I doubt that. 120-113 inbound to Gordon. Jumps over the top of Donovan Mitchell. Keeps the dribble alive. Gets up to the top of the Jazz foul. If that's on Royce O'Neal, that's going to be his sixth, if I'm correct. Nope, wasn't on Royce, huh? Ron, you're with me. There's got to be the longest span between 40-point performances in NBA history. Especially when you look at a player like that. I mean, he, this is a player that's, I don't think he's lost a lot. You know, from that span to now. Evidently, he hasn't lost it. Like, <laughs> at least for one night. Other than, you know, the injuries. Started with the knee problems in, o in New Orleans after the Chris Paul trade. During the fourth quarter, anytime a player from the opposing team misses two free throws. By the way, 122-113 now is the score. With 31.8 seconds left, Jazz down nine after the free throws were good. Jazz been averaging 111 points a ball game. By the time this night is over, by the way, the offense is going to look all right. It was not. Here's the deal, by the way. Because Tabo missed two free throws, you get Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. Offer redeemable only through the Chick-fil-A app. You must have the location services turned on in the app in order to claim your sandwich. 
When activated, you must claim the offer in a Chick-fil-A app within 48 hours and have five business days to redeem it. This offer is no longer connected to tickets or attendance to the game. Limit one entree per user. But thank Dabo for missing both free throws. Hit the Houston Rockets go to Portland from here. They play them on Wednesday and... Are they going to rest players? Are they going to? Uh, I mean, play? I think they threw tonight so that they'd be ready for Portland. <laughs> and they didn't throw tonight. Because yeah. Eric Gordon went nuts. Donate blood with ARB Blood Services. They need 100 donors a day to help local Utah patients in need of life-saving blood. Don't let another day go by without helping someone that needs you right now. Check out utahblood.org for where to donate. Ron, the final numbers right now. The offense is a 106. The defense a 114. So neither was good. Inbound to Donovan. Catch and shoot three from the top off the back handle. No good. A foul on the Rockets. Jazz down nine, but still battling. Pretty fast game tonight. 108 possessions. Rudy's first free throw, no good. Eric Gordon scored third. Last time Eric Gordon scored 30 in a game was December 18th of 2017 against the Utah Jazz. Wow. One twenty-two, one fourteen. Jazz trapping full court after Gobert splits the free throws, and Ingles commits a foul, and Joe is fouled out. Joe finishes the night two of eight, seven points, two rebounds, six assists. Mike Conley up to twenty-five minutes of action tonight. So that's good news. Free throw for House is good. It's interesting. The story of the night is the... By the way, these free throws tie a season high by any team in the NBA. 47 free throws by the Rockets tonight. Because the Jazz had problems defending. Bogdanovich opened three right side and he hits another. Boyan's got 30 himself. And the Jazz foul Eric Gordon and he's got a chance to get 50. Giannis had 50 against the Jazz earlier this year. Rockets set the season-high free throw attempts in an NBA game, and James Harden doesn't play. And Russell Westbrook doesn't doesn't play. play. Eric Gordon has 49 at the free throw line. On your weird number games that have been going on the last few nights since Kobe's Tragic death run. 
Buddy Heald, who wears 24, finished with 42 points on 24 field goal attempts. Trey Young and that was took, off the bench, right? Trey Young took 24 field goal attempts the other night. Devin Booker took 24 field goal attempts. Jazz, home winning ways fall. 50 for Eric Gordon as the Rockets win it 126. 117. 39-point quarter for the Rockets. Well, the Jazz. I don't care what seed we have as long as the Rockets are not the opponent in the first round. Yeah. How's that? I agree with that. So the Jazz really are able to make the Jazz play a way that they are very uncomfortable playing, and it showed again tonight. Ron, we're joined now by Ben Anderson and Jake Scott. Guys, what do you got for us? I think you're dead on. I mean, the Rockets play a style that the Jazz are not comfortable going up against, and, and it doesn't matter if it's James Harden or Chris Paul or Russell Westbrook, and I know we haven't seen them quite like that this year, but this style of play is just difficult for the Jazz, and it eliminates the Jazz' strengths, and, and it, it falls apart quickly. Here's the irony to tonight. I'm not about to say that, like... We'll see what happens. But with Clint Capella on, they don't switch one through five. No. So then they're not playing the exact same style. And with James Harden and Russell Westbrook, they actually have defensive liabilities on the floor that you can go after, and I'm not sure they had that tonight. Oh, I don't think so, I don't think so either, David. And, and the key there for, for them is how they were able to space the floor. And, and with them spacing the floor like that, that gave dribble penetration and then – either open looks from the perimeter. I mean, what a, a smart way to play the Jazz, I, I, I think, as far as Houston is concerned. And maybe next time we play this team, they just might do a little bit more of that. Well, it seemed like, and maybe you guys can cast more insight on this, but it seemed like all the things that the, the Jazz preached they didn't do. I mean, we can talk about the ball movement and the switching defense was a, a little bit of an issue, but how about playing a defense on the perimeter without fouling? You can't send Eric Gordon to the line 20 times. 49 total free throws? Well, you can see they were, they were trying to fight over the top of screen, so concerned about the three-point shooting of this team. If they go underneath, then they're giving up the, the, the 42, 43 three-point shots that they averaged per game. And they had some three-point shooters on the floor. Um, and by going over the top, that means now you got to try to fight over the over those screens, keep them from getting into the middle of the floor. you got Rudy having to go out and defend three-point shooters uh, at 25 feet away from the basket. Spacing was absolutely perfect. And uh, I know we didn't keep track of layups, but, you know, they had 40 points in the paint, and they didn't even have a big man. We had 56, but 40 points in the paint is um, probably way too many. It was also the seventh worst three-point shooting night of the, the season so far for the Jazz, and if they shoot the way they normally do, this is game is much closer. It's closer at the half. It's closer at the end of three, and, and th that may change or, or force the Rockets to change how they are playing the Jazz and how they're defending the Jazz. But, but at some point, don't we have to decide you? this is how they shoot against the Rockets? <laughs> Good point. Right? I mean, last year in the playoffs, we were 47 of 179 for 26%. I don't know. I mean, just 
I don't know. What, what do we think on that one? If you can switch everything and, and you're never getting any space, any distance between your three-point shooter, I mean, the opening play of the game was a step-back three from Joe Ingles that was a hard shot. It was just a really tough look. And if that's what they're forcing you into, yeah, you're not going to shoot 38% as a team. And that, that's a problem come playoff time, certainly if you have to do it for seven games. So I'll be what, did, what did you see in the fourth quarter? That was the Jazz' best quarter. What did you see there? Well, the Jazz were able to run the floor a little bit more, and, and honestly, they're playing with a little bit of pace because it seemed so long or so er, for so long in this game. Donovan Mitchell was dribbling the ball, and there were six seconds left on the clock. We saw it a lot in the third quarter, where all of a sudden the the twenty four second clock was down low, and, and the Jazz hadn't gotten into anything because they had tried to penetrate, tried to penetrate against the switching defense, and they would just keep backing the ball out a little further and backing the ball out a little further. When they were moving and running a little bit, and maybe it was Ben McLemore honestly fouling out that allowed the Jazz to, to get moving a little bit, but th they were able to get some more open looks. And, of course, when those go down, it, it does change the pace of the game. I really don't, after all these years, right, so we've played the Rockets 10 playoff games, nine regular season games, so I've seen them 19 times playing the same style of defense. I, I, I don't know. Like, well, is the ant... They're forcing you into isolation. Should you just run your regular pick and roll and they switch it and then you're, then you're into isolation? Like, if you run all your dribble handoffs and they switch it, like, I don't know the answer to this. Well, be nice if we could figure it out. Uh, but I think, you know, maybe our personnel against them, especially with Rudy having to drop, you know, he was, you know, trying to protect the rim and then they were forcing Rudy out on the floor. Um, the way the Jazz was defending them. So they had the game plan tonight. I mean, and then the game plan dictated they made shots. And if they would not have made some of the shots, some of the tough shots that they were making there, then maybe a little, uh, a, di a different story. But every quarter, David, they were the first quarter, they were 47%, 46%, 45%, and then 50% there in, in the fourth quarter. So it's, it's not like they uh, didn't have a the Jazz defense just didn't get it done. I will announce now. Announce it. That while I didn't love what the Denver Nuggets did at the end of last year's season to manipulate playoff seating, mm -hmm. I'm all for <laughs> it if it means not playing the Rockets in the playoffs. Well, what did Denver do to them last night? I mean, the other night. Den I mean, it should go back and watch that Denver game and see, in retrospect, what Denver did do. You're absolutely right, Ron. Well, one of the things that they can do that the Jazz really don't have an ability to do is run the offense through a big man Right. that the Jazz just can't do with Rudy Gobert. Uh, That's just not how he plays, and he's great. And he's the nights he's brilliant. He's brilliant. He's been brilliant each of the last – I mean, he's been brilliant for 40 games this year, but, you know, tonight is not his night. But this is a night where Jokic can abuse a team that runs one player over six feet six – uh, out for seven minutes a game. You know, the, the Jazz, Jokic can, can destroy a team like this. And he did last night. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, we'll break it down uh, from here. Enjoy your uh, trip to San Antonio. We will. Thanks, guys. There's Locke and Boone. Tough loss for the Jazz tonight. They fall to the Rockets, 126 to 117. We're breaking it down. Coming up next here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night postgame show. Jake Scott, Ben Anderson of KSL Sports with you. The Jazz lose tonight to the Houston Rockets, 126-117. to Eric Gordon going nuts tonight for the Houston Rockets. 50 points. 
Actually, his second time in his whole career uh, surpassing 40. The last time he did it, Ben, was back all the way back in his rookie season against Oklahoma City. And tonight he goes for 50 on 14 of 22 shooting, 16 of 20 from the line. Austin Rivers had 21. House had 21. And uh, the Rockets too much for the Jazz. They made a, showed a little energy late, Ben, but it was too little too late. I would be – we just finished crosstalk with, with David and, and Ron as they were walking off the floor – I do think it's important to pump the brakes a little bit on hitting the panic button about the Houston Rockets. And let's just say this. The Jazz' last two losses came against the New Orleans Pelicans when Brandon Ingram had 49, and then against the Houston Rockets when Eric Gordon had 50. Okay, you took career games from two extremely good players to beat the Jazz. Those both happened. And the Jazz gave them up, but those both happened. And then the Jazz had just an atrocious shooting night tonight. Just absolutely awful. And it wasn't all Houston Rockets playing some magical defense where they're switching everything and the Jazz can't win that way. Joe Ingles missed four wide-open three-point shots. I mean, wide open that he should be hitting 50% of the time. And I don't believe in the saying you live by the three and die by the three because the Jazz take a bunch of threes every game and they win by them every time. (laughs) It's been very successful. But if you're going to shoot poorly, which will happen the further you shoot from the rim, it's going to happen occasionally, you will lose those games. So I am not hitting the Houston Rockets panic button yet. It's too small of a sample size against a team that you're never going to play. They're not going to look like that when you play them in the playoffs. I get it. I understand that they're going to play a similar defense. They're going to have more talented players. If they're going to be able to get downhill like that every time, Jazz are going to struggle. But that was... It's just there's enough evidence there for me to say you had a career night from a team of NBA players that were happy to be playing not next to James Harden, not next to Russell Westbrook and get touches, and also you just had a bad shooting night that it might, it just might not be time to worry. All right, with that, we'll say good night to our network stations. Our next broadcast coming your way on Wednesday night when the Jazz are in San Antonio to take on the Spurs. That game will tip off at 6.30. For those of you sticking around with us, we'll have Sam from the podium as well as the locker room. We'll continue to break this one down as the Jazz fall tonight to the Houston Rockets at home, 126-117 to 117, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. That'll do it. This has been Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Basketball is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Lexus and Murray and Lexus of Linden by Zions Bank. For a noteworthy approach to banking, Zions Bank is for you and by your Utah Toyota dealers. For all the latest jazz interviews, insights, and breaking news, go to 1280thezone.com and utahjazz.com. This is Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network.